0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every
1: Friday. I'm Rick McAfee, producer and editor of this podcast. I'm Jay Brat, a virtual reality YouTuber. I'm Adam Charlton, a VR game developer who is back after yet another brief hiatus.
2: <laughs> I'm Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast.
0: Who is also back after...
2: <laughs> Yes, a oh, brief hiatus. hiatus.
0: <laughs> we had quite the hiatus last week. Yes.
3: <laughs>
0: Apparently. Jay and I really the only reliable ones on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> are all,
3: <stars.
0: laughs> all right. So um, we are all sitting here in VR, guys, um, listeners. We are interacting. We're together in a room. We can see each other. If you want to see what's going on, this is all recorded and it's going up on YouTube. It always does. Sometimes it's a little bit late. <laughs> so go check out the Full Dive Gaming Podcast YouTube channel if you want to see us and our lovely VR faces. Destiny has an all new avatar, custom made, and it looks awesome.
3: Yay. <laughs> such enthusiasm.
0: There's, there was, we we were all sort of emoting in VR, so might not have come across what's happening in uh, audio form. But yeah, we were all like shaking our hands, I guess. Don't forget, guys, we have listeners too. You gotta say stuff.
3: <laughs>
4: I will say nothing. No. I
0: will say nothing. <laughs> Jeez. So we run this podcast in three sections. First will be a VR gaming new section second we'll be talking about our experiences with some of the new VR games to come out and third we'll be running a discussion section that changes week to week this week um I forgot to put in what we will be talking about I'm pretty certain we, we decided VR for peripherals right <laughs> yeah sure yeah sure <laughs> sure says Jay all right we'll be doing we'll be doing VR peripherals um last week we were talking about Destiny. The games we think need to be in VR. Sure. <laughs> though I'm tempted to kind of re get do that subject and hear Adam and Destiny's games that they want in VR. Ah, because mm. they did miss last week's. They did miss last. You know what? Let's do that. Okay, Ch- change of topics. We'll think more about what to do next week because we weren't really sure. So uh we're going to hear what Destiny and I pointed at the wrong people. Destiny and Adam. <laughs> What games they want in VR that aren't already. And I'll just, you know what? I've got I've got another one I want to list, so I'll do that. Same, same. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we get to we get to put in two games. Um <laughs> so before we happen to the new segment, we have a bit of QA again. Uh and as usual, <laughs> well, actually, no, this one does, the first person doesn't always put a question, but he's he's a common enough. I just work here, asks us, um, I hear about motion sickness and comfort a lot in VR. Are there any neck problems with different headsets? Wait, I'm a verbatim this first. Are there any neck problems different headsets can cause in people susceptible to neck pain? Do y'all use any exercises or stretches in particular to prevent neck strain? Or is it just not a problem? And I'm going to go ahead and open this up to, like, just general,
1: like keeping I, your body healthy I guess. <laughs> sure. I, in my experience, sorry, and I haven't had maybe as many VR headsets as Jay over here has, so maybe he can provide a little bit more insight. But if the VR headset isn't if the VR headset is pretty balanced, then it tends not to be a problem. Like if you don't have a problem looking around in real life with a well-balanced headset it doesn't tend to be a problem it'll only start to be a problem maybe if your vr headset is really front heavy or something like that then it might be a strain to try and keep your head up and move it around but otherwise for me i haven't had too much of a problem maybe (laughs) jay will have some (laughs) different thoughts Uh, though well
4: first no one here actually knows my age it's a fun game on my channel everyone's trying to guess (laughs) but i will say this i don't know that anyone here is old enough or has had enough neck problems to maybe really fully answer this question i will tell you uh the quest even yes. even my even my wife who's I thought super, that's what you say super healthy never had injury <laughs> mm-hmm. the quest in its original form if i played for like a half an hour i would start to notice my neck was hurting and not like my neck muscles my actual spine i had a tiny bit of scoliosis as a kid i'm super mm. sensitive about it so don't say a word uh no i'm not <laughs> at all i don't care it's the thing but like <laughs> but i can feel the quest weighing down on my face and and that's the only time I've ever noticed it actively in VR, But I will say, so there's this one game in Rec Room we play a lot. It's the Hunger Games. And when you die in the Hunger Games, you're up above the map and you can still watch down below. Any headset, I play that and I'm trying to like basically look down at the map, I start to notice the weight on my neck because I'm looking at the ground. It oh, actually gets to the point where I'll like lay on my floor and push my headset on the ground and like then look <laughs> around because it actually doesn't put any strain on my neck. So the weight is there. I don't know that you're going to injure your neck if you at least have a, a normal... Neck, but if you'd had a neck injury, it would probably be something to take into caution. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have any exercise or stretches particularly for my neck, but I do when I'm going to play Beat Saber. I do, you know, the big around the worlds they made you do in elementary school first, and then the little ones. <laughs> and oh then yeah, the big. Do like the arm ones, stretches, you know, little, yeah. <laughs> pull it, and then and then I put my hands out and I do this number. If if you're listening, you're missing all this, but you got to go watch on YouTube to see how I do my stretches. So it I just quite an Beat experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Destiny, you own a quest all the time. So have you ever had a neck problem? I know you sit a lot, but when you stand, when you sit, have you noticed anything with it?
2: Yeah, I literally, when he asked that question, that's the first thing I thought about is the quest. It is so ridiculously front heavy. Like, it's so uncomfortable. It, I can definitely see where um, over long periods of time it'll give you neck pain, but I've never tried any of the other headsets. So, I mean, how much lighter are they?
4: Well, they're they're lighter, but it's also, it's not about, like we've talked about before in the about podcast. Balance, right? It's not It's not about the actual weight of the headset. It's the balance. The Quest, right. the problem is the strap weighs nothing, and the headset weighs everything. Yeah, it's all like where, the <laughs> Yeah, where like the Rift or the PSVR, they have these halo bands that disperse the weight around the back of your head too, rather than just hanging it off your face. So yeah. the other headsets are better, not necessarily. They, I think the PSVR probably weighs more than the Quest, but the weight is balanced all around your head
2: yeah so small less mm-hmm. noticeable
4: for sure right
0: like the, the the if you were to like hold with just like one hand and put it underneath like the rift s or the playstation vr the the center point of weight isn't like underneath the goggles themselves it's underneath the band which is really how, how all headsets should be and that it's really that balance between the front and back which means that your neck it just makes your head heavier it doesn't make your head (laughs) like front heavy or back heavy yeah um it's it's sort of like tangentially related i wish headsets would start like putting the cord attachment points more like towards the center of the head not on the side because i feel like i always have to then rig it to the center of my head especially when you have like a pulley system because it's (laughs) so weird to have like all this like weight like, like cords aren't that heavy but over time you notice that there's like always a little weight tugging on the left side of your head or whatever
1: and yeah. that is one of the things that the uh htc vive does really well though is the cord just comes straight out of the top of the headset mm-hmm. and runs down right. the back of your neck
4: they had and no so... choice that original cord was so freaking fat it wouldn't you would have noticed if it had come <laughs> yes. out the side so <laughs> right. from necessity you know, they did the right around. thing yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Where no one else has had that necessity i fear
0: yeah, I don't know why. It's not like they could have just let it continue to wrap around the back of the head. Like I feel like they definitely could have made it happen. So someone made the decision that instead it's going to come out the side and then drop like right above the ear. And it was a bad decision. Stop and, doing that.
1: Well, yeah, maybe actually having it in the very center of their head actually does cause some comfort problems. <laughs> like like putting on a headset that goes over the cord is actually super uncomfortable because it like digs the cord into your skull. Oh, no. Um, like It's
0: got to be on top
1: like of whatever. Sure, like, sure, sure.
4: Yeah. D- do it well. <laughs> Here's the plan. Yeah, get rid of the cord altogether. Okay. I do what we need. Find a way. Make the headsets yeah, wireless. Pull an Oculus, right? <laughs> <laughs> Make it
1: happen. No yeah, we're still issues. five, ten years away from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will be i nice. want to believe
4: adam stop stomping all over my dreams <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: now uh tech rs he asks us where did you all get your names i'm looking forward to hearing um particularly these two well actually you're super obvious it's mostly destiny i'm mostly <laughs> to but we'll work away around the ta- table let's start Yo. with adam how did you get your username i guess you well you all first of all it, i was so. born
1: and they named me adam so <laughs> <laughs> okay what is your username first yeah off? so my tag. username, my gamer tag is alpha adam and it's basically alpha and adam and they share the a and that is how it was made <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay okay
1: crazy story bro i know right it's <laughs> really original man that was the okay. craziest story i am
4: holding back a sneeze right now so be prepared uh <laughs> Jay Brad, it's pretty straightforward. My actual name is Jeremiah. But as a child, parents out there, don't name your kid a four-syllable name. No one right. will ever pronounce it in their life. They will try to shorten it to something. They'll try to call you Jerry. They'll try to call you Jeremy. So the only nickname I was really okay with was when my brother started calling me as a kid was Jay because he couldn't say Jeremiah. He called <laughs> me Jay. So basically that was it j for jeremiah brad is just a shorter version of my last name so boom Brat came and happened like you said very straightforward Yep. just be glad Thank you are not a jerry oh i know I know. i wouldn't let that happen people tried no offense to anyone named jerry but it just does not fit me personally
2: yeah i know you're definitely more of a j admittedly I,
0: I i forever will attach the name jerry to um uh, the the father in oh, what's the show Parks and Rec, um, Rick
4: and Morty, know, Rick and Morty,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of tainted that name. For there, the are, there are decade. several shows <laughs> that have a
4: dumb character named Jerry, so yeah. <laughs> there's kind of an association happening. Not our fault. That's the media. Dollface, right. what what? Where did that come from? Uh, Dollface okay. VR
2: specifically. Yes, so mine's kind of like I guess a mix of things um i have the words doll face tattooed on my knuckles uh, for like 10 years now and oh. i don't know i guess it's just kind of like a nickname like something that people mm-hmm. um call me sometimes like you know the brat dolls yeah like i mean y'all are guys so i don't know if y'all know what i'm talking about but yeah, yeah know, like the little... brat dolls like people have said that i look like that so anyways yeah it's just <laughs> something that i've always thought was a cute little like nickname Well, so anyways, Mm -hmm. then fast forward a few years later, um, after I had that done, when I was really getting into gaming, I was trying to come up with a nickname, and I suck with coming up with the nicknames. But then my husband's actually the one who was just like, well, what about Dollface? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's cute. It makes sense. And it just kind of stuck. And then, of course, the VR part was just added just because I wanted that separation with um, VR and like my regular gaming. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, that's pretty cool, actually yeah oh, that's
0: pretty great you. like having a tattoo uh, like it'd be cringy if it was username to tattoo no offense to people who do that but <laughs> right, <cringy.
3: laughs>
0: but that that it went from tattoo to username that's 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 dope i like it
2: <laughs> yes yes that's why like it was totally the other way around but and I actually have a really cute picture of where i'm holding the oculus um the controllers out front and so that you can see like the words I'm on my knuckles oh
1: mm-hmm. that's way cool
2: yeah, and was, was, was there a Mama moment? Lego.
4: Was there a moment in time where you considered Mamacita instead of Dollface? Because isn't I that do, okay, also so, on your knuckles? Yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: so that's on the baby knuckles.
1: What are baby knuckles? Is that the smaller so ones? Your tiny knuckles. It's like, like, like instead of the long one, it's the little shorter one.
2: Ah. Yeah, yes. So it says Dollface Mamacita.
4: I'm learning so much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you notice that.
0: <sighs> I notice right. everything. <laughs> so i know you had to like get up and sit back down because there was there was an issue but are you not able to now you're suddenly like looking off way out way out into the distance yes, yeah, like, I'm, having, like,
2: I'm having like a tra- i don't know if it's the tracking or what but i feel like i'm yeah not i have
1: that I, it takes me correctly. a while to get it's looking a lot better now yeah that's a lot better, better
2: now okay
1: yeah stick with that
0: i
4: think if you're if you're having trouble
2: okay, sitting sitting again, in the program
4: me. Sitting in the program that we are in that shall not be named uh, is harder than it looks, people. So <laughs> it really don't, don't get mad at us for this. Right. It doesn't just face the direction that you're
0: facing. Like at its women mercy will point you in some direction when you sit down. So you kind of just have to do it over and over trying things until eventually you're facing the
2: direction you want. It's It's really a nightmare. Right. And you keep standing up by accident.
1: Yeah. Right. I think the problem <laughs> is that it sits you down based on the direction that you're directly looking, not the direction your body is. And so right. it, it sort of skews things up. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: That me have it. All right. Rip, what about um, you? Did you say it? Oh, that's right. Xanax. I have X. Yeah, where <laughs> did <does> that <laughs> come I from? Yeah, well, let's, I nearly escaped.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, let's see. Well, I've had uh two usernames. One was uh uh, dracosword1 which was like early rip on his dad's computer trying to create a runescape account yeah Aww. that's a heck of a name <laughs> <That's
3: awesome.
0: laughs> so there was that one i think actually the original one was dracosword24 but then when i created him on like subsequent accounts it was dracosword1 um and then uh eventually i was like this is a terrible username i need a new one so I switched to Zamax, which um, didn't have a lot of thought into it. I was just kind of like, <laughs> I want a name that's, well, I knew, I, like, I had criteria, basically, and it was just that it was short. I have a very short name in real life, so I kind of wanted to do that in, like, a username as well. I wanted something in, like, with the least amount of uh, letters possible. And I tried a whole bunch. First, I was trying to get like some way to do like rip, but nothing was good. Um, all the good things were taken. And rather than attaching a bunch of numbers, I was like, all right, let's do like something with a bunch of letters that no one uses, like Z and X. So I wanted to create Zamix, but with an X on the end. So Z-A-M-I-X. But that was taken.
1: <laughs> so oh, wow. I
0: went through a bunch of different iterations of that till I got my current one, which is Zamix, Z-A-M-I-C-S.
4: Okay, that's cool. That's cool that you like tried to find one that didn't have numbers in it because that kind of drives me crazy when there's like a ton of numbers in some right camera yeah. tag. Yeah. And I know we're I know we're spending a ton of time on this question, but I I think this is a really cool question. So good job, Tech. Yeah, because it
2: was really fun.
4: It's really fun. Like now that. Like our generation, like the gaming was like the norm. Now you're starting to see older gamers that are still into it. It's really funny to meet people in their 30s and 40s that have like these ridiculous gamer texts. Like yeah. you would never associate that with this professional adult. Like one of my friends is like War Thunder, blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah. hey. like, whoa! I did not expect that to be like your gamer name. Like it's just really funny. Oh wait, Warhammer. Hammer. Uh, I'm not War Thunder. Yeah, Warhammer yeah, yeah. Hammer. Something something. Like was his name? And I was like, man, I did not, I did not see you as that right no oh, one of the
1: funniest dirt. things right. yeah one of the funniest things is this programmer who's training me at my new job his gamer tag is meaty owl legs <laughs> you know it's just oh incredible gosh. it's incredible
2: <laughs> yeah that's definitely different when speaking of odor gaming like my name it also reminds me i don't know if you all ever played twisted metal uh, i think it was twisted oh, metal yes. Black. yeah 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 they have the character doll face
1: oh gotcha gotcha
2: yeah, but I don't remember that
4: part, over. but I do remember that game. I remember renting that from Blockbuster. I think
2: I know, right? <laughs> oh man, dating, yeah, dating yourself, <laughs> <laughs>
0: going way back.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> All right, with that out of the way, we're ready to move into the news section. But first, our sponsor this week's sponsor. Well, I guess I should say partnership. It's a partnership, not 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 a sponsorship. <laughs> I need to edit this stuff This is our first time, but that's not true. This is a, this is our first time. With an actual partnership, guys. So, um, Asturian, o- Oster-
4: Asturian. I say Asturian, but they've never said it to me, so I don't know what. <laughs> I right? say yeah, the, the, yeah. No,
0: like Asterian? I've read it a bunch of times, and now I'm suddenly forced to say it out loud. I'm like, Wait. <laughs> yeah. I think Asturian. Asturian sounds pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, it sounds right.
0: So Asturian, they reached out to us, and they wanted to have us let you guys know about their awesome universal vr stand the aura so they sent us all the stand we all got to try it out it's sitting to my left right there on the desk right now and i gotta say i'm actually like i, I was i don't know I'm, I'm i'm initially skeptical of a lot of the vr products because a lot of them can be kind of gimmicky this one I'm like, I'm really happy to recommend this product, like (laughs) legitimately. (laughs) It's super cool. Um, So it's a, like I said, it's a universal VR stand. It's got um, RGB lighting on it. It's hard to describe, but it's like, it's basically built out of this, I think, acrylic glass Mm -hmm. um, thing that holds onto your headset and light goes through it. So it's not like bright LED lights. It's like this, like, it's like a colored glass panel, and it's super cool looking.
2: Yeah, like so TV. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, Jay here said it's got white, red, gold, green, cyan, blue, basically just a whole bunch of colors. Um, and it also, probably my, mo- my favorite part about it, even if I don't take advantage of it much, is that it actually has a USB port on it. So, excuse me. You can actually charge, if you have an Oculus Quest, you can charge it right off the VR stand. As long as it's plugged in, which is also super cool.
4: Um, yeah, and uh, there's other headsets. I mean, if you have a PSVR, your headset doesn't need charge, but your controllers do. So you can have your cord right there ready right. to charge your controllers. Like basically, any accessory you have, you've got a spare USB port that's accessible. You don't have to get somewhere to just plug it in. And like you said this they call it the aura. I think that's a perfect name cuz it's talking about like the glow people have around them and all that yes. stuff, the aura. <laughs> cuz this thing it creates a glow that's really cool looking. Right. And it's actually kind of hard to capture in pictures unless you like turn the lights on cuz to see it in real life it's like this cool glow all around it rather than just a light. So right. it's it's really cool looking. I think everyone's gotten one in. So tell everybody else, you you tell me. I've had one for a while now. So I'm I'm not the new, oh my gosh, user to, to tell you about. So what did you guys think of yours?
1: Sure. So I can start with this. So I received it in the mail and set it up. And honestly, it fits right in with my setup. So I built my own PC and it has all of the RGB gizmos and gadgets all in it. And so honestly, <laughs> nice. it fit right in. Before, I would just take my VR headset and just kind of like shove it into a box I had. <laughs> <laughs> which you know great for the lifespan of the headset right but no now i can you know give it its place of honor and with the rgb that the aura has it fits right in with my setup and even enhances it so i'm mm-hmm. really a fan
0: it's also for those that are concerned that they have to have this RG- like some like i for example i don't have too many rgb things in my room by design i don't like i think the only thing that's really rgb is my keyboard um but i i have it very purpose set for like different games have different keys that are lit up that's more the reason rather than like fancy light shows (laughs) um this is the design of the stand is very modern and it's like it it wouldn't look out of place in like just like a very clean living room it's unobtrusive yeah right exactly that's a big problem problem with a lot of Sagan.
2: You don't have to have the lights on. So it's like what yeah. you're saying for people who don't like RGB. Like, you don't, you can just leave it as is.
0: Right. Then then it's just a really cool looking acrylic glass panel that holds yeah. your uh, VR headset. Like, it's super cool. It's also incredibly convenient. Like, you don't have to fiddle with getting it on. It's like, if I just want to take off my headset right now, I can just pull it off and rest it on there. And it's extremely quick. And it it, it kind of takes advantage of that center of mass we were talking about earlier. So it's super cool, guys. If you want to pick this up, uh, they provided us a code. Full dive. Uh, plug it in at Astir. Gosh darn it, <laughs> Asterionproducts.com. For those that don't know how to spell that, that's A S T E R I O N products.com. Um, plug in the code Full Dive to get five dollars off any order twenty nine dollars or over, or sorry, twenty nine ninety nine or over. So in the case of this headset, that would put you at twenty four dollars and ninety nine cents. It's a good and- deal. Yeah, good deal, and honestly, I easy recommend for me. Like, this wasn't like, am I selling my soul by finally having a, <laughs> a partnership? Not at all, guys. This would be like if 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 I were to just pick this up. This I would probably talk about it on the podcast. It's super cool.
2: Yeah, and I feel so like it, it stands up. like the most basic uh, like accessory or necessity that any VR player really needs.
0: Well, I never had one. I always, I did what Jade, or uh, Adam did, which just is I just put it in a box. threw it back <laughs> into Boxed its Oculus it. box every yeah. time I was done with it and closed it.
1: <laughs> Wait, you even <laughs> put it in the original box? I yeah, just shoved it into like a
0: cardboard box, man. <laughs> well, the, oh, the no. Oculus <laughs> box was like just like it held it so perfectly that I just kept it. And also because it's really great for I, I do enough like moving and travel that it was very convenient yeah. as a means of bringing it around. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's it's usually where my thing lives. But now that I have a stand, I can't go back.
4: Adam, yeah, a yeah, cardboard box. Back. I'm a little ashamed of you right now. Like these, <laughs> we we all love mark. these headsets. We're, we're here to talk about VR. Like you should be honoring your headset with the display spot, <laughs> in a cardboard box. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's like in I shock. I gotta just throw it right on now. the ground. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know that's what some people do. They just like put it on the ground somewhere. <laughs> that's that's so terrible. Weird. Have a nice place for your VR headset. Friends corner, they're like, "Whoa, what is that sitting over there?" Like you right. want to like awe people thing. You don't want to pick your Quest up off the gross floor with all the coke cans around. Be like, hey, try this out. You wanna, you wanna try this thing on your face?
0: Come on.
3: <laughs>
0: all right. So, and now we can begin our news. <laughs> all right. First news piece. Jay,
4: take us away. Ah, uh, the news. So this, this is. I got to preface. what well, this is kind of a rumor because this was from the actual developer on LinkedIn. So it's not. Completely validated through news, but basically on LinkedIn, they made a post. Video Games Deluxe is the company. You probably know them from making LA Noir, the VR Case Files, their, their division of Rockstar. They said, having finished LA Noir, we are now gearing up for a new project, a triple A open world title in VR for Rockstar. 2020 marks our seventh year of working exclusively for Rockstar in Sydney, and we are excited to be taking on this groundbreaking project. We have a number of job openings in our Sydney studio, including senior programmers. Engine programmer, designer, and animator. And if you are interested in one of these positions or would like to speak to someone who works here at VGD, please get in touch. So basically, this is a post on LinkedIn. They're trying to find people to work on this. So I'd say that's pretty valid and super yep. exciting. Because I mean, anything rockstar anything VR, and and the words AAA and open world. I mean, I I'm pretty much that. This is my whole entire hopes I've been waiting for <laughs> since VR came out. I don't I don't even know. What What do you guys
1: think about this? I don't know. Can you hit any more of the big buzzwords that get people's attention, right? (laughs) This does kind of... Go ahead. No, I was just about to say, like, open AAA open world. Like, this is the sort of thing that people love to immerse themselves in, even on a flat game. So having it on VR, this is just, if they do it right, this could be a world that people just completely immerse themselves in. It could be the Mm -hmm. next step in VR gaming. Because currently all we've got is
0: basically just ported games and that it being a pretty much exclusively Fallout and Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> which are we're getting dated to begin with, let alone <laughs> the kind of terrible VR adaptations they got. They aren't the greatest VR... I mean, they're still like... Like I'd mentioned before on an earlier podcast, was still one of like the most mind-blowing experiences getting to play Skyrim in VR. But it very clearly wasn't built for VR Mm -hmm. and it shows in it like everything you do. So getting rockstar, you were saying Adam or not Adam, I keep doing this. Jay, (laughs) (laughs) you said uh, last podcast that the game you wanted in, uh vr was gta so you hearing this must have been like oh yeah we're
4: getting it or something like it at least i swear if this is gta 5 again just open world (laughs) come on (laughs) it better be something new they've they've carried this thing across three consoles i'd love to hear your your interest in this doc. because i know not everybody's super into open world obviously it sounds like these two are what do you think do you like open world games
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I love GTA 5. And so that's what I was kind of thinking. Hearing that, it makes me think that maybe Rockstar heard like all the hype with that wasn't just like a modification you could do to play, technically, play GTA in VR. And so, yeah, maybe they saw like how big it could be and the possibilities, you know, with them like bringing a game to VR could be. But um, maybe it's going to be the GTA 6 that
4: would be uh, cool ooh. what if they did it what if they did it vr only wouldn't that piss off the flat gaming world right? like, to no like half-life alex style right yeah, yeah exactly so yeah,
2: i,
0: would be, really I would be excited <laughs> you know now that you said porting that porting a gta to like giving gta 5 an official vr port unfortunately like in my head i'm seeing it more and more likely because i can totally picture the rockstar heads being like Guys, you wouldn't believe this idea I just got. I just realized we can port V... V GTA 5 again and no one would be <laughs> mad about it.
4: <laughs> uh, uh, I, I saw a meme that was like, you see this farmer holding a bucket and he's like, okay, girl, one more, one more time. And there's this wizened yes. up cow in the corner mm-hmm. that says GTA 5 on it. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, please don't let it be. That. I, want it, I want it to be something new that's going to pull more people in. Because even if it's GTA 6 in a VR version, but also it comes flat, people are going to say, oh, I'm just going to play it flat. I'll wait for it flat. Like, we need more of these games that are VR only that get people to try it and right. get them seeing how good the medium is so
3: yeah vr focused
2: yeah
0: yeah you know there's and even if it is like built well enough for both if it's proper built from the ground up to include vr or just has a really good vr support elite dangerous for example sold a lot of copies and and a lot of like the vr just a lot of vr sims i keep having hiccups um they so they definitely sold a lot more copies by taking advantage of the VR community in creating really good ports for the games where it's like it translates well into VR and it brings in a lot of the people that played on just flat screens saw all these people playing in VR myself included I was one of those people I played Elite Dangerous and I almost entirely bought this headset because I was like I really want to play Elite Dangerous in VR so seeing more of those opportunities to grow VR even if it is not a VR only game
1: is still really cool i actually disagree with you a little bit because <laughs> uh, i don't i don't think why? that ported, i don't think that ported games will ever match up to a built from the ground up vr experience Well,
0: okay yes yes <laughs> you're not wrong
1: i'm just so, saying i'm so, okay like, with it <laughs> and so for, if, they're, if they're making gta 6 uh, for a flat game and then say oh hey and we'll throw the vr community a bone and port it over i just don't think it's going to be as good as these studios that are making like iron man vr or or pavlov <laughs> or onward well, that like, are built from the ground up and they are the definitive vr experience well,
0: well it's not out yet but like look at what squadrons is doing they're doing a game that is going to be built for both and it's looking like
4: they're really going to give a good testament to both flat
0: screens and vr i think it can be
4: done if I was a rich and evil game developer, you know what I would do? I would make a game like Squadrons and I would just build it in such a way that the VR players had a serious advantage to where <laughs> they were always winning and the other players would get so mad that they would feel like they needed to get a VR to be good at the game. That would be my
1: evil plot. In War Thunder and other flight sims, VR users have a distinct advantage because yeah, they can actually, just so naturally follow the enemy it's like right. it is already a distinct advantage that it doesn't come up a whole lot
4: the evil yeah. finger pyramid of well, publishing. Like, good
0: <laughs> a lot of people already <laughs> had like head tracking and stuff like that to be able to uh, um sort of re- replicate that or you could just like hold a button and like have your character in the game kind of look around so like they've had ways to get around it um and often like in elite dangerous at least you have a radar that always shows you where the other ships are you don't necessarily have to look around in the cockpit um but yeah i i think some more advantages
1: would be pretty sweet <laughs> uh, All right. yes, but i think we yes. went off track a little bit let's get on to maybe our next news piece
2: yeah so this week we actually have layers of fear vr haunts oculus quest um so i don't really know the exact release date on that, but I did watch the trailer for it, and it looks pretty rad, like it's um, labeled Psychedelic Horror. I don't know if any of y'all have heard of it or checked I it out. It,
4: I think it came out because I saw Gamertag was uh, mm-hmm. uh, live streaming it. So either he has an early release, but even if that's the case, usually that means it's coming out tomorrow. So it's going to be out probably by the time this podcast goes up.
2: Yeah, true. Yeah, so I'll definitely I check that out. It There's a lot of new good ones, though, right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it'll hold up. What's today? Today's the uh knife. Yeah, it's literally coming out today. Uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> damn! If we just recorded one day late, we're we're recording a day late. Usually we record on Wednesdays. Today we're recording on Thursday because there were some technical difficulties yesterday. Yep. Um, so uh, it's a shame week. If I known, if I bothered to actually look at these details, um, <laughs> I usually look at them like the kind of last minute not gonna lie unless i'm particularly interested in the news piece or if i'm having to present it but i didn't have to um yeah so this one it's coming out today for you guys that'll be for all you listeners that are like just waiting on like refreshing spotify um (laughs) it'll be yesterday oh shit
4: It's just oh no there's a speaking of (laughs) speaking of taking forever to set up the sitting thing destiny you're super into horror so what do you think about this game are you going to get it on quest
2: i think i will like i said it seems really different than the other ones like so with them labeling it psychedelic horror like that'll be pretty interesting but it said that it takes place in this victorian mansion that's like it keeps changing
1: And so it kind
2: of reminds me of, like, Rose Red, the Stephen King movie. Nope. uh... Straight no.
1: (laughs) Straight no. (laughs) Adam,
2: you have to check it out with me. No. I. So, yeah. You almost couldn't pay me
1: to play it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Really? Almost. Hear that? Almost. You know, maybe I'll do it for a charity run, but that's about it.
2: (laughs) Maybe we can at least get you to try one in, like, in October. You gotta All do it right. for like halloween you have to do a scary yeah game. we'll
1: do a we'll do a halloween stream and i'll play one yeah, yes. of your choice that would be fun. <laughs> well,
2: that's my only problem with this game it says that it's another first person like i wish that they would come out with more games that were multiplayer like horror games mm-hmm. because other than like that the forest cool. i don't even really know if there is any out there it seems like a lot of them are just first person
4: I this excites me because so I played a game called No Way Out. That's a horror game. It's I don't say that I don't know. I'd say I'd recommend it. it was it was pretty freaky, but there was a lot about that was unpolished. But the biggest thing about it was you were in a mansion, and like you would think that you understood. You started to understand the rules of the game, where like you went down this hallway, and there was this room, and you went down here, and then all of a sudden it started to change. You'd go through a door, and it wasn't what was there before, and mm-hmm. that was the most unsettling thing I have experienced in a horror game. So I think this is gonna touch on that. i Destiny, I think you need to be the one of our group that plays it and gets back <laughs> to us because I yeah. I play horror games reluctantly and i they're just they're just i i get it they're they're intense (laughs) i like them to a degree but i can't do a ton because it's just too freaky in vr i could play them flat all day but you get in a vr headset and it's just different it's terrifying and this will be releasing for twenty dollars
2: for for those okay yeah that's not bad 20 usually it seems like a lot of the new games are closer to 30 so yeah
0: Kind of realizing what the good price point is for a lot of these VR games. A big problem, a big part of it, I think, is that just like with so many VR games coming out that are end up feeling more like tech demos than actual games, and that's definitely still happening. um, Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't want to drop $60 on what doesn't feel like a complete experience. So, you know, hopefully we get to the point where games are more regularly worth $60, but we're not quite there yet.
2: That's why I was kind of shocked at the price of Half-Life. Like, normally most of the games on Quest max are 30 39 Especially, like, Arizona Sunshine. I think that's one of the most expensive games that I've bought. So, when I went to go check out Half-Life, like, I was like, eh, okay. It's more like, what, in the 60 range?
0: I believe it's 40 or 60 I forget if it's a... I don't think it's a proper $60 game. Um... <laughs>
1: free for index whoop, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> Oh.
0: though nice. honestly that i mean that that was a game that i was like pr- like i expected that one to be 60 dollars when i was going into purchasing it because it was a full triple a vr game like yeah they need to make money <laughs> for, for the amount of work that goes into it i'm sure i am uh, i can almost guarantee that steam or valve uh did not make a profit on half-life alex i'm sure it sold well but in terms of the development and budget i'm sure mm-hmm. that they went this is this game is for kind of like a, a, a lot of their earlier games and trying to get the steam store to be successful mm-hmm. you know it's not about making a profit on the game it's about getting people interested in the technology so that they can make a profit down the line they're very good at that
1: yeah half-life 2 only released on steam and it brought users to steam you know, Half Life Alex is bringing users to VR. That's why they didn't publish it flat. And so it's—I I don't know. Right. I think it's working though.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is a smart strategy for sure.
0: All right, next news piece. Destiny, you're presenting twice
2: in a row. Oh my goodness. Okay. Some, <laughs> I think somebody added an
4: extra news piece there, so maybe someone else should—maybe uh, someone else should handle this one. Someone who's ex- actually yeah. excited about the headset, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Here it goes. Let's hear about this.
4: Um. I can, I can do it here.
0: I'll, I'll try to make up for the very negative impression I apparently left on the <laughs> HP Reverb G2. Man, that video, for those that don't, aren't aware, we, we very tactfully chose to upload the video, the podcast in segments on YouTube so that each segment has a chance of sort of becoming trending as it, like, tackles a certain, like, keyword. So one of them was a uh, the HP Reverb G2 versus the Valve Index, and we gave our initial thoughts And I think a lot of people don't realize that when we recorded that, all those details were, like, brand freaking new. (laughs) Like, we did not. That that was, like, the first, like, uh, announcement and, like, official details of the HP Reverb. And those were, like, our initial impressions. So, anyway. Okay. Getting into the news piece. (laughs) (laughs) So, HP Reverb hp reverb g2 pre-orders are now rolling out to territories outside of the u.s were they not before
4: (laughs) they i guess not (laughs) i guess other places are finally getting them or i think the u.s doesn't i don't know if they had it yet but yeah (laughs) now other countries have it too that's the important headline here cool
0: that is good to hear for all you people that want that headset (laughs) Um, (laughs) links for where to pre-order should already be going live or coming soon to the uk germany austria belgium switzerland netherlands norway and new zealand nice you can access the headset steam page for a link that will direct you direct you oh it has a steam page kind of like the valve index does where it's like got a like a product thing that's cool um so it's got a link and it will direct you to the relevant pre-order for your country including the u.s which i'm assuming already had it which is super cool so we so like I said we talked about this before and our, ne- our our impressions weren't great. And that's pretty much boils down to two reasons. We still weren't crazy about what the controller looked like and with only four cr- cameras we were worried it would have inferior tracking than the Rift S. Which is what we were comparing it to because the Rift S is $200 cheaper. It's got in our minds it had to be better than the Rift S and for those initial things to be lacking we we saw that as a negative and a, a lot of people kindly informed us <laughs> <laughs> that the controllers and the tracking isn't going to be so much of an issue for the very big sim community and the sim community has been very loud in making themselves uh, known to us but you know what that's okay that's you know what? good because good good to keep us on our toes we stand corrected this headset is going to be useful for a lot of people. We touched on it, but I guess we had to we have to make more clear. If you're into Sims kind of exclusively, I guess I still think anyone who's into Sims and other VR games should buy a Rift S, but whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're still making enemies here, Rip. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. You know what? I I sta- like until we have proof that the tracking compares to the rift s and that um and i've just forgotten the other thing oh yeah and the controllers are good like those are that's important to me i'm holding up every while i'm playing vr i am holding my controllers and i want them to track well that's like probably the second biggest thing i noticed sort of just what i see i guess um so it's important to me and i think it's important to a lot of other people I, I think it was important to everyone here on this podcast that said if you're not if you don't care about the controllers this headset is great especially for the price range it's bringing some really great resolution some really great refresh specs and a really great field of view so if you're into sims the set set is almost made for you um it's Like I said, it's got uh, technical details on the headset itself, short of tracking, are pretty impressive. And because it's inside-out tracking, it means you don't have to spend money on lighthouses. So that makes a lot of sense for those kinds of people. And I will admit that. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, and the funny thing too, we I think if you didn't catch the, the YouTube comments or the video last week, you might be hearing this and thinking, we got really dogged. I mean, we only got a couple of comments. And the thing about YouTube, people don't make it to the end of the video. I think in like the ninth minute I brought up yeah, this will probably be really great for the sim community, but they had already right. left their angry comment and left and that <laughs> and that happens. But the thing was, we were we were also, we were comparing this thing to the index and talking about how, well, I don't really know that anyone's gonna spend this much and just not spend a little bit more for the index. It really wasn't meant to be compared to the Rift S. So in comparison to the Rift S this thing obviously has way better specs as far as the headset goes but we're all those of us who own a Rift S here we have good tracking it's not great tracking I don't know if you guys have run into the problems I have and so to think that I would spend $200 on a headset that might have even slightly worse tracking than mine even slightly I feel like that's not okay to have to pay $600 for something because I feel like the Rift S is like as bad as I would consider still okay (laughs) because like exactly yeah it's it's
0: yeah. It's not I mean great. The tracking's really the, the tracking is really good on the Rift S. Like what they've done with inside out tracking is very impressive. But it's absolutely still at a point where we should really only be going upwards, not yeah. below this point. You know, I want to get to a point where inside out tracking is pretty much flawless, except for like maybe an occasional hiccup. Whereas right now, especially in VR shooters, the moment you bring your darn face anywhere close to your lower head, like look at that. Right now it just freaked out i don't know if it (laughs) evident it was um and that needs more cameras in order to be fixed that's that less cameras won't help that unless they have some very impressive technology behind it so we'll be seeing how it turns out um i have a, a good friend of mine and he's also one of the staff here on the podcast he's not a host though um he will be uh probably getting the reverb G2. So we might be able to get some like more I, I might be able to actually go and try that out. And similarly, I'm gonna be buying an index and he might be able to come and try the index and then we can get some really good comparisons. Um, but in the meantime, you know guys, this is all speculation. We don't actually know until we try it. And, and the Rift S was a great example of that in a yeah, a great example of that when it came out. The specs weren't impressive, but it turned out that in practice, it was one of one of the best headsets around. Okay, sorry, I talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was sensitive. I was <laughs> being mean. The internet was
4: mean to me, guys. Yeah. It was mean. Right, to say, what
1: do you got for us next?
4: Uh, Crisis Brigade Two. We talked about this a little bit. It's now coming to PSVR. So on the fourteenth, it's coming out. It's actually also going to have support for the aim controller. I've said a lot of praises for that. That's the PlayStation gun controller. I'm kind of mad I got it on PC because now I don't want to buy it on PSVR (laughs) again. But that's going to get some interest for the PSVR shooter fans. The PSVR doesn't get enough love with shooters, actually. So the PC version came out. It's still technically an early access We're going to see if it's we're going to be interested to see if it stays in early access or if they're going to launch this thing fully on PSVR and never give it any major updates or if they're going to continue to update that. All we don't know yet. But the big other question, what about Oculus Quest? Well, they said that the original game Crisis Brigade One was really popular on the side loading platform for the Quest, and they're not sure, they think the visuals might be a little too much for a port, but so far. The developer has said it's early for rejoicing, but we've made some promising advances with the Quest version. So that means they are working on this. They're trying to get Crisis: Brigade 2 over to Quest, and it might happen. And I got to tell you, for a game like this, I kind of talked about on the podcast. You like have to physically take cover. You got to get behind stuff and pop out and shoot. It'd be perfect for the Quest because, like, yeah. I kept noticing my play space and my wire and stuff when I was trying to deal with it. Like to be able to just mm-hmm. go in a go in your garage, go in a big open space, and just hide behind stuff and pop out and shoot this game would actually probably be a lot more fun on the quest than any other headset. So I'm really excited about that. And I hope this thing makes it to quest.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. This would, game would probably be perfect on the quest. I agree. It's time. crisis,
4: we basically for those of you who haven't seen anything <laughs> time crisis in VR.
0: Right. Boom. Um, and for those that weren't there for that podcast, we were, we, we liked the game, but we weren't crazy about it, but nonetheless, it's always good to see the PlayStation VR get some some of the good PC VR games and get those ported. So, really cool to see. All right. Um you have you have your Adam or I'll I'll let's let's
1: have Adam do this one. I can take it. So, for our next news piece, uh this is going to be one that Rip and I are both very invested in. <laughs> <laughs> The index shows the first signs of catching up on backorder since the coronavirus disruption. Finally! (laughs) So uh, if you're unfamiliar with this, like basically every other VR headset on the market, the Valve Index has been in really high demand but limited supply due to the coronavirus pandemic. And so while we've seen stock of Oculus Quest and Rift pop up and, and start to return over the last couple months or so, The index has been backordered globally for months and months now. Yeah, And so while the headset is still backordered, today we're starting to see the first indications that Valve is starting to catch back up. Uh, We chalked the stock availability for all index packages across all of the different regions. And while previous checks were consistently sold out and shipping estimate of eight weeks or more, which is more like four months, (laughs) our latest check shows an estimate of three to five weeks for new orders of the headset-only package. And so they're catching back up on top of it. Maybe we'll get our headset soon. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Man, awesome. I hope so. I, this
4: is where I feel like we were talking about Half Life Alex earlier. I feel like this kind of hurt Valve bad because they launched Half Life Alex VR only, probably imagining they were going to sell a million indexes or something when this happened and production got hit so hard at that time that actually Vives saw more sales because they were one of the only ones in stock Riff saw sales because they were still kind of in stock when half-life ox came out. everyone wanted to play it and no one could get an index so if they had had the stock they would have sold tons of indexes now hopefully they're going to get the stock out there and it's going to still bounce back but this was this was a fatal blow i feel like to to their early hopes for that I can't wait till you two get it. I want to hear. I want to freaking drive down there and try it. Like I know. I, right? I, yeah, I'm so jealous. I'm so interested in the index, but I gotta. I gotta hear what the G2 is like first. You know, I'm real. I'm there not was really a funny
2: comment though on one of the YouTube videos. Um, somebody said, or what, I think it was on the latest video that just came out on the Reverb. Um, you know, there was a lot of comments on there of people talking about putting in their pre-orders but then there was another comment a guy said he was like great he's like go ahead and put in your pre-orders so that way i can hurry up and get my index or something (laughs) (laughs) so oh yeah that kind of hit
0: unfortunately mine still says eight or more weeks i just i just pulled up steam to see if it gave me a like a different because apparently sometimes it'll like bring that number down to four if they've made progress Yeah,
1: i'm at
4: four right now yeah yeah he's at four well, and there was an interesting tidbit in the last bit of news. It said for new orders of the headset only package, and so for those of you um, out there who don't know, Adam already has the Index controllers, so he's only ordering the headset. So it might be that anyone who orders that is going to get it really soon. So that mm-hmm. that could be part of it.
2: Yeah.
0: Damn it! I want a quick too. Okay, ex- <laughs> yeah, listeners, I'm expecting this thing to arrive like in December. Maybe Oof. January, <laughs> oh. depending on how things go. Maybe it'll be earlier, but uh, according to other people, like there were some people that ordered in like January and got it in June. So, um,
2: Ooh.
0: yeah, this thing is super back ordered. Demand's really high. Yep. Yeah. I would love to see it earlier. Moving on. Was that the last one? Gosh. Nice. All right. <laughs> so, uh, for our next session, the games we have been playing. But first, our sponsor. Um, I wrote down nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that I needed to copy and
1: paste what I put above. <laughs> if you read the next paragraph, it has it. Right, it's, but hey, it has I a
0: different to, version. <laughs> to, oh, yeah. Gotcha. I, I created a different version that is a little bit more my style, <laughs> and I totally forgot to make sure it's in the games section. But that's all right. It only takes me a moment to fix in fact it's so quick that i did it while i was talking all right <laughs> so uh this week the game section is brought to you by asterian they release the uh, the excuse me the aura it's a universal vr headset and as we mentioned earlier in the podcast but for those that are like just tuning in on youtube or something this is a super cool product and we're really happy to be showing you this one like genuinely this is a really cool product it's a universal VR stand. It is. It's. It's kind. Of, we'll. We'll have like sort of like a picture or something. I'll figure some editing voodoo to get it on screens. But for those that are listening, it's got like a a thin, slim black base and then an acrylic glass thing that holds the VR stand, and it looks super cool. It's um and and. That glass bit has RGB lighting that lights it all up, but not like in a bright, annoying way. Like a lot of RGB products, it's like it kind of like as the name entails an aura, it kind of creates this aura throughout the glass. And it's so cool. Um, RGB. So you got like red, white, gold, cyan, blue, indigo, a whole bunch of colors and an alternating one. Or if you just want to put this in like your living room and you don't want some ridiculous standout object, it, can it's it's pretty cool looking just by itself as like this sort of glass vr holder well it's acrylic um it also has a usb port so if you're running an oculus quest or you've just got a whole bunch of things you need to charge you can do that it's it you power it and then it powers the index or not the index the quest super cool if you are interested in picking one of these up um they offered to us the code full dive. So go to asterianproducts.com. Did I get that right? I think I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're doing good. Asterian mm-hmm. Pro- <laughs> I, I was, I'd run off of, Like I have my text at like 150%. So, so that I can actually <laughs> read it here in VR. And I'd gone past what I like had shown, showing. showing. <laughs> so it was going off of memory. Uh-huh. um that's a s t e r i o n products.com plug in full dive and you will get $5 off of any order 29.99 or more so for those that are ordering the stand that puts it at $24.99 um i know i we'd asked you guys to pitch in uh for the previous time we mentioned it but does anyone have anything to say before we move on
2: the fact that it's rgb if that's a huge yeah. selling point to me like when i was looking at stands and a lot of them are just very plain jane but there's totally stands out with the rgb i'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of it this is
4: the number yeah. one seller on amazon and it's been going like crazy because of how much demand there is for this thing it is it is gorgeous it's an awesome vr stand and it doesn't you just you just set your headset on it and it's just there it's not something because i some of you out there who have owned a lot of stands i have some of them you have to kind of like put your headset in a certain way like adjust it this one it just pops on there it's sitting there looking good and it's ready to go yeah it just like it hangs on it
0: in a a way kind of like like a like a against the wall one would but even easier so like if i Mm want to take off my stand right now i would just take it off and rest it on there it's right off to my left If I try to feel it, (laughs) there it is, (laughs) and it's super convenient. And this thing looks great. It doesn't look like a lot of the VR stands just don't look good. And this one, very bulky, super solid. Yeah, really bulky. This one is like minimalist and effective and streamlined.
1: My VR headset has come out of the box and into the light. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) it thanks you. (laughs) Thanks to (laughs) Asterion. All right,
0: so we've been playing some cool games. I'm pretty excited to talk about mine, but uh, we'll start off with Jay. Uh, we'll talk about
4: script. because this is <laughs> because this is the newest and most exciting game in the VR scene and the VR world at the moment. Iron Man VR is out, yes. fully playable, and I have been having fun. I've actually started doing some live streaming, which I'm not very. It's still new to me, but I've been having fun with it with Iron Man because. It is really cool. You can tell this was not only developed for VR, you can tell it was developed for the PSVR itself, because it looks really good on PSVR. I don't know how, we talked about this before, I don't know how the freaking developers did it. I kind of know, but they built in some predictive algorithms that give you basically 360 tracking with the PSVR. And it just works so well that I I haven't been using the turn buttons at all. I've just been turning in my living room. I've been getting lost in the world of virtual reality, and I have not had any problems with the tracking as a result of this. It's, it's absolutely crazy. The game's $39.99 if you want the regular edition, $49.99 if you want the deluxe, which only gives you some extra Iron Man skins and some extra upgrade points to use to upgrade your stuff sooner and faster. So I personally didn't go for the deluxe. I, saw, I thought save the $10. Bucks. And then the minute I got inside and I could see Iron Man in front of me and I could cycle through all these different armors, I hated myself for not spending the extra $10 bucks just to get a few extra suits. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the game... Cool. It's really cool. And the game style, for those of you out there who haven't seen it, you haven't played it, basically you are Iron Man. You're Tony Stark. You get to go through different – there's different cut where you're seeing parts of his life, and then you get to get in the suit. You fly. You've got the different guns on your hands based based on which way you're aiming your hands. You have different guns that are hooked to you. The Unabeam is back from I think the second movie it was in, <laughs> and you're fighting off targets in the air, in the sky, ab- above cities. You're flying around Shanghai and other places, Malibu. It is really cool. The action itself starts to get a tiny bit repetitive. I had to say one bad thing about it. I would say after a point, you're shooting so many things in the sky. like That part starts to get a little bit tired, but they, they built it so the scenes are so intense. The action feels so intense that you're in the moment and you're just doing it. I'm not a good one to answer the motion sick question because I don't get motion sick. It is pretty intense. I feel like if you have motion sickness, take it slow if you try this game, but it seems to really work well. Uh, and if I had to say, Natalie played it? Natalie. She has much sickness. She does yeah, motion and she, motion she, sickness, right? She just hasn't had a chance. She's been working like crazy. It's ah. been sad. I miss her. Uh <laughs> I miss her even though she's working from home because work is nuts right now. She uh she works in kind of not exactly the school system, but I'll just say that for ease. So there's a lot of craziness going on trying to figure out what's happening with this virus. Right. But it is it is so good, you guys. What have you, have you seen footage of it? Did you watch some yet? How do mm-hmm. you how do you feel about it? I've
0: been going, I've been definitely keeping an eye on Reddit in terms of like what are people saying about it. I've been I don't know if I've been purposely trying to avoid footage, because <laughs> this is something I really do want to play at some point. Like I feel like this will be probably a, a quote VR classic in the sense of like what are the big games that came out in VR? So I want to play this at some point. Um and I like I spent forever till I finally played the Half-Life games. And same deal. I tried to like not see too much of it and i'm really glad i did
3: yeah.
0: so i'm avoiding too much in terms of footage but i have seen a lot of opinions about it um so far everything is super positive and well that's not quite true but i'll get to that <laughs> um <laughs> uh the tracking so far looks very impressive what Jay, for those that are like what are you guys talking about is the did like do are the other games broken or something? Um, the PlayStation VR has only one camera really to track everything. It's just the PlayStation camera. If you guys are familiar, it's like the same one they released forever ago and was a total gimmick at the time. Um, it was mostly just to compete with xbox's connect (laughs) and (laughs) but they they reutilized it and now it's being used for the playstation vr so you've got like big old lights on the move controllers you got lights on the headset and it uses those lights and the camera to get a sense of where you are in the real world problem with that is that because it's all it's just based on lights and the camera isn't inside out tracking it means that the moment you turn around It's not seeing, like, if you turn around and there's like, then your uh, hand is behind you or whatever, if the camera, excuse me, if the camera can't see the light, it can't tell where it is. And that's not a big deal for the headset because it's got like 360 lights and generally there's nothing blocking your head from the camera. But in terms of the controllers, it would get in the way a lot. So what Jay's saying about a predictive algorithm is that it literally guesses, basically, um, where your hands are, even though it can't see them. Apparently, Jay has some insight into as to how that works. I have no idea that <laughs> what what Adam has said in the past about audio being voodoo magic was it audio? What did you say was voodoo magic noise cancel? Uh, Adam. noise canceling, noise canceling. That's right. What, what if 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 noise cancellation is voodoo to Adam, then predictive invisible tracking for lights that aren't visible that's that's pretty crazy i don't know how they're doing it um yeah, that is. apparently though once you play the game you get a pretty good idea that's what i've heard and i still struggle to understand what, what they mean by that but apparently it's it works pretty well um people like the fidelity they like the graphics they like the gameplay how do you know how long that game is has anyone eight to ten reported hours on eight, to, eight to ten hours which is that's decent
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: but for vr at this point that's like that's a full-fledged like Skyrim. Game. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, Skyrim to VR. Yeah, no, that's a Skyrim <laughs> speedrun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've definitely gone over the eight-hour mark on Skyrim VR. Um, <laughs> that said, this yeah, this is, you know, for a full, especially for a single player, the only other game that compares to this level of content and quality is Half-Life Alex. It's a shame it's only on PlayStation, and I will forever hate Marvel for that. But... Um, until i can get my hands on a playstation vr again i guess or whatever I'm, like if hopefully it's a time exclusive deal and pc gets it at some point mm. um that said uh really cool that it's out i really want to play it i have heard from some people that um they weren't happy with the flying um something about it not feeling feeling a little bit how were how are they putting it like it didn't feel as free in the flying as they would have liked. Did you get any sense of that at all? Did, 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 do 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 I say that and you're like I, I think I know what they're talking
4: about? Are you like they're totally nuts? I I really don't know. I think what they the only thing I can figure they might mean is it is it is open world but i mean everything happens around a central location so i couldn't just go flying across the world if i wanted to like it really is when you're in shanghai you're over downtown shanghai and everything happens over downtown even though you can see city out in the distance i don't think you could actually fly to that city if you wanted to so maybe that's what they mean but as far as like the actual flying bit you're you're able to do whatever you want you're able to aim your hand jets any direction and fly yourself and maybe for some people that's just weird maybe they don't like that maybe they want to like fly where my face is aiming well right paying, but no i I can i can like put my hands back and fly forward i can put my hands forward and fly back i can do whatever i want right. based on each hand so it's pretty crazy how the flying works and
0: does it feel yeah. very
4: fluid or does it feel like clunky i guess i don't think it feels clunky i think it feels exactly like i would imagine having a jet on each hand would feel like, like it's exactly i put i put them back and i go forward i put them forward and i go back like it's there's a lot of momentum involved, and I think that might be throwing people off, but I mean, that's – I think that's real. I think that's how it would yeah, really no, right. yeah. yeah, I was worried that there was maybe a life. lack of it. No, the momentum is hard, though, like, because you hit your jets and then all of a sudden you're, like, ready to fight and you're still flying away from the battle <laughs> scene because you're trying to fl- – that's, that's one thing I think Iron Man didn't really show in the movies or, like, when you think about it in real life, like – it would be hard to fly with your hands and then also shoot targeting with your hands, right. because like you're you're controlling your flight and then you're switching <laughs> to your gun. So I found multitasking. A lot of yeah, I find that I'd be flying and then I'd go to shoot and my, I was still flying the direction my hands had been aiming. And it was like, oh, crap, like, how, did, how the heck did Tony do this? Like, it's it's not easy. So that that's the only thing I can imagine they mean is like that or maybe the fact that it's staying in a central location. But I think mm-hmm. it takes time to get used to it. I think once you do, you start to feel like a freaking badass flying around like that and firing. It just it takes. Yeah, it, there's a learning. That sounds curve. cool. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like they just need to get good. What <laughs> are, i'll, I'll, go, I'll go into i'll go into what i think is happening with the algorithms but that's kind of tech mumbo jumbo we'll kind of do that at the end of this game so let's hear what what you two want to know about the game or whatever before i get into that because some people may want to skip it because it'll get a little in the weeds so what what do you two wonder or think about this game do you have any interest
2: um None? Yeah, it's not really my thing yeah what not not too interested <sighs> in this point
0: i'm always surprised well not necessarily surprised i'm c- i'm aware that i i could guess that destiny wouldn't be as interested in this game just based off her prior interest but i still can't believe that someone wouldn't hear iron man vr and just be enthusiastic off the bat
2: <laughs> yeah <It's, laughs> i'm more excited about the game that you tried so yes. i can't wait to hear about that <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there okay adam, adam.
1: yeah I have no chance really? to play. It. I have no chance to play it, so there's no use getting excited about it. That's the thing. It's like I am only on Steam VR. I don't know. It's a PlayStation exclusive. I'll I'm never going to gonna get the chance to play it. You know, it's like this fracturing is You're making it hard to, to get visit. A- Yeah, yeah, you know, fine. When we get a chance to visit, I'll get excited (laughs) about Iron Man VR.
2: (laughs) Who, like, finally, (laughs)
4: if it came to PC, if they said, okay, after six months, it's coming, how would you feel then?
1: Oh, yeah, I'll totally try it out. It seems really interesting, especially flying around with their hands. It's something that doesn't exist in other VR games. The part about VR that I love, yeah, I'm sorry, what's that, Destiny?
2: No, 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 finish what you were saying, then I'll um, tell you at the end.
1: Sure. So, the part that I love about uh, vr is being able to experience things that you wouldn't normally get to do and new gameplay mechanics is really cool and interesting and being able to fly with your hands like iron man is something that's really cool and i would love to try it out
3: mm-hmm.
1: and is it is the game, I, yeah. yeah
2: i think as far as like what is available to other headsets that's kind of like that is and I kind of talked about it when I was mentioning the Richie's uh, Plank experience, but they have one of the modes on there. Do you remember it? Do you, do yeah, you, play yeah, that you one switch to the where rockets, you have to, yeah. yeah, you have like the rockets and you but you also have to put out fires. So you kind of have to switch back and forth from like a fire <laughs> extinguisher with the hand and using it as rockets. But it's like when you said that, that's literally what I was picturing. And yeah, it kind of like jets you around and it's really confusing trying to do both at the same time. But I don't know, like I said, I think that's the closest I can think of.
4: Yeah yeah that was one to the top is another one that has like a rocket mode only in like one level where you can fly around with your hands in it it is very mm. different but it's like adam said and i didn't i haven't even touched on that like that's one of the times where it's like okay this only works in vr that's that's the games we need because like you can't you can't freaking try to move your little joysticks around on your Dual Shock and like aim your hand rockets <laughs> in a game and try to fly around and feel what this is like this is something that's totally new to not just Gaming, but to the world of VR even. So that's why I think this game, even though it may not, it may go on to be one of the classics. It may not, but it gives you an experience that you haven't really gotten to have anywhere, and that's what's awesome about the game.
0: Well, actually, actually, <laughs> have you guys
4: played Stormland? <laughs> no, I've heard a few good things about it, but that's an Oculus exclusive only, right? So Adam's going to get mad again. <laughs> well, at, well, Adam
0: has no excuse this time because he could totally play it. Um, <laughs> and I'm still mad that you haven't just gotten revive working and i think there's so many great games you should be playing and stormland is one of them if you haven't played stormland yet jay i'm so surprised you haven't dude like pick this thing up and play it by next week it's one of my favorite vr games um for exactly this reason it's not iron man where like you the jets shoot from your hands but it's got a very similar level of once you upgrade your character enough you're really flying around the map um And it's mostly through like a bit of a a kind of a mix between grappling and propulsion. It's not true Iron Man levels of propulsion, but it's very, uh, if I'm going to like compare this game without having played Iron Man yet, very much like that, where you get to really move around the map with a level of uh, agility, I guess, that's pretty unprecedented, And man, it's so fun. So I'm this is why I'm so excited for it is because I'm like Stormland, but like more Iron Man as opposed to that game. Like Stormland is great, but it definitely shows its flaws. It's like it wasn't made by a triple A developer. That's mostly just a little bit of repetitive content. But Stormland was an amazing game that like Iron Man has to be better than Stormland and Stormland would set the bar pretty high it's super similar where you have you have propulsion and you can kind of fly around you can't stay in the air that long but it has that um so if you're looking for that experience yet try straw i think it'd be pretty cool
4: interesting if you it say that comparable. it sounds like windlands are to the top to me kind of because you said grappling is it kind of like those games or is it really more like rocketing because those it's games you shoot hooks out
0: picture you can like, okay, so you have this sort of interesting tether system that I really liked where your your play is a robot, so there's definitely some like creative freedom on what your character's capable <laughs> of. Um where you uh you you use you you kind of like it, it's it doesn't shoot out, it sort of just appears. You create this like magnetic tether to an op to anything. So you can climb up cliff faces, you can climb up buildings, um, and it's and you can th- really throw yourself around. And then once you've given yourself some momentum, you can use propulsion to keep that momentum for some, su- until you've run out of like fuel or whatever. Um So you can, you can like double jump and you can use jet fuel. You can like, you basically can do that. Like a lot of tricks where you launch yourself up in the air with a really quick um, tether. Um, and then, use the propulsion to like get across the Island or whatever. Hmm. Okay. If if that kind of explains it, it's not Iron Man level, but it is, it does have a, like a similar level of your, like, I hope you have your VR legs ready because you'll be, (laughs) (laughs) you'll be moving around quite a bit once it, and it's so fun. Once you get the hang of it, it was, it, it was the first game that made me realize that uh, while it's cool to have all these quote, immersive, realistic VR games, it showed to me that perhaps VR really shines when it isn't realistic, when you can do things like tether at a distance and yeah. like have all these weapons and stuff that like, kind of like just magnetically attach to things. And, um, and there, there was like a lot of not, not auto aim necessarily like a, um, when attaching to things, but it kind of the guns, like once you brought them up to center, it would just sort of magically snap to, um, right focusing from your eye onto the target. Well, not onto target, but like it would snap to your eye. So you wouldn't have to like carefully line up a shot. It was very easy to get shots in. Um, and a lot of stuff like that Where like, I didn't mind that it wasn't what holding a real gun is like, or what actually grabbing onto objects and flinging yourself would be like. No one's actually that strong or that crazy powerful, but being able to do that in a game VR really takes advantage of that.
4: Nice. And that's what I'm hoping Iron Man VR captures (laughs) as well. Iron Man, it feels different and more exciting than than most games I've played in a long time. I'll give it that. Uh, I will touch real quick on how i think they did this and so for those of you who are like oh gosh this is about to get into some tech mumbo jumbo but from now on we're gonna have chapters in our videos in our youtube videos with the timestamps, so you can jump right to the next game skip all this crap if you want to i know (laughs) i know everyone's amazed at the table right now because i know of this (laughs) we do actually we're at an hour and 13 minutes so we're gonna go quick okay so basically a (laughs) vr controller is usually tracked using two to three things one on pretty much all of them is a version of light tracking whether it's crap oh i shouldn't say crap whether it's not very good lights (laughs) as the psvr move ball is or whether it's infrared lighting on the rift whether it's actual lighting again on the windows mixed reality controllers That's one only one of them. <laughs> so when you turn away from you can test this with your own PSR. If you were to turn away from the camera, if you were to cover that ball completely with your hand, the now accelerometers and the gyroscopes are the other two things, they're still gonna see where your hand is tipping back and forth. That's gonna happen no matter where that ball is. And if you quickly move, it's gonna get some sense of the inertia. And so Iron Man works oh. so perfectly because when you have your hands down at your sides, you can't even see them. But whether you're tipping your wrist forward, backward, side to side, the rockets are still gonna work no matter if where the tracking thinks the controls are because it's basing it only on the sensors that are seeing where your hands are. Now, same thing. If I turn my back on the camera and I see a ship out in the distance to shoot, the way they set up the HUD, your hands don't matter nearly as much where they are in the physical space of aiming because you have two reticles on the screen and those reticles are actually what you're aiming with so if my hand gets stuck down but i'm still aiming with a reticle i see i don't notice the fact that my hand is now sitting here because it's out of view of the ps move camera i only see that reticle which is still being based on the movement of the direction of my wrist and so because of that you can get turned away and it doesn't really matter and then anytime you actually need your hands to work so like if i fly to a target point and you disarm a bomb it automatically writes me back towards the playstation camera it'll say turn it'll make you turn physically back towards it and corrects you and now your hands are back where they need to be so it was perfectly designed for the psvr this way the tracking works no matter what direction you're facing because they're basing it more on the tip of your controller rather than the physical space and aim which was super smart the way they built that and it works great yeah. oh well A little peek behind the curtain there so what game was adam playing this week yes
1: so as opposed to maybe so so right along the flying theme, I played IL2 Stormovic, <laughs> <laughs> and IL2 Stormovic is a plane simulation game World War II. It's it's like a more realistic War Thunder, which we talked about in a previous episode. Is my favorite game of all time, <laughs> and it this is a game War Thunder really tries to be very gamey. War Thunder is more accessible; it's free to play. Uh, It has a bit of a grind to get to the higher vehicles. IL-2 is none of that. It is punishing from the second you get into the cockpit. (laughs) (laughs) It it is a heavy game to learn. Um, But that just makes it so that when you practice and get good, which I am not there yet. I haven't had too much time to play with it as opposed to War Thunder. But these more challenging flight games the fun comes from mastering the hard systems and overcoming those systems to be able to do well in it and i gotta mm-hmm. say downing someone in IL two is way more rewarding than in war thunder just because <laughs> there's that added realism and that added challenge there it makes it a lot of fun right wow right Sounds it's cool.
0: that's how a lot of these sims work is once you get good the reward isn't like a little plus 200 points or whatever it's the fact that you got good. Yeah. And, being able to master the mechanics of a game like that always feels satisfying, no matter how many times you do them. <laughs> says um, especially too. when yes, yeah, says us too. Yes. Like <laughs> these kinds of things. You know, that people like Dark Souls, you know, hitting their heads against the wall over and over and over until they finally get past a boss. It's similar. It's similar, except for us, it's um the controls. <laughs> the controls on the <laughs> boss. which I'm sure doesn't sound fun, but I'm give it a try, people.
4: (laughs) I'm so glad after because Ryan was trying to get me to get this game to play with you guys, and I'm glad I held out for your description because now I have no interest in playing it. I'm sure it's really fun, but I do not. I just don't have the time I feel like to invest in a game that I have to put so much time into where I get good enough to actually beat someone and have that satisfying feeling you guys are talking about. That sounds terrible to me. I feel like there's two types of people that play those kinds of games. One is masochists who just love the punishment <laughs> and the other is content creators who hate the game but play it because their audience loves watching them suffer. And <laughs> oh I gosh. I really am neither of those types of people.
0: So you so. think we're in the former, the the uh, masochist?
4: <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Category. I'm glad. I'm glad you like to suffer your way to mastering something but mm. but that is just not not my cup of tea <laughs> but hey destiny what do you think are you on my side or do you want to go play this game for 40 hours and get good enough to kill somebody doesn't require 40
2: <laughs> hours. Again, i know yeah, it's yeah, more just, like 80 it's not my thing <laughs> yeah. either but it does really sound cool i can respect it like it sounds awesome just yeah mm-hmm. just not my type <laughs>
0: If it's not a multiplayer shooter, Destiny's Interest is just never never above
2: middling. Um, Or horror. (laughs) Or
1: or horror. Yeah, horror shooter. (laughs) Yeah. And so this is a ported game. It's not a made-for-VR game. But a lot of these different sims, they're perfect fits for VR. And that's one of the things that I got to say is great. And so I'm a big World War II history buff. And this game has so much for me to dig into in realism. I mean, Mm -hmm. first of all, like... So the original IL2s they didn't have all these aim things they just had lines painted on their windshield and this has that it was really cool to see That's cool. <laughs> but in terms of comfort perfect comfort for a VR game of course you're sitting in a cockpit very natural uh supports all different sorts of features for VR like you know it's just very natural in VR in a cockpit to look around see your enemy and turn towards them so in terms of a VR game I personally give it two thumbs up
0: this makes me want to go play elite dangerous (laughs) 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 elite dangerous is one of those games where i like kind of get off it for a while and then i'll play it like a a, i'll put an insane amount of hours into it for like a couple weeks and i'll go back off it so you just picked up yeah yeah (laughs) just like yeah it's exactly like minecraft where like uh, i'll be off it for like a year and then i'll have like a couple months where i'm hardcore minecraft um you just picked up, elite, dangerous. So I'm thinking I we I was should beat into submission here by everybody. Yes. <laughs> I think I think we should set up as I I mean probably not tonight because Adam here always goes to bed immediately. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh this weekend we should definitely get something going. Let's let's organize I'm that. good. I'm yeah, good I'm done. Sweet yeah,
3: and I but, and yeah so e you get the comfort me, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> do you even have a hotas or a controller? No. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that right we'll get to that
3: <laughs> right
0: um
1: all right uh yeah but totally get it. so you get the comfort of old games like you know war thunder and now isle 2 and so something is very new or very familiar very old but then you get the brand new games rip so besides you know (laughs) lingering (laughs) on elite dangerous for years what do you got for us
0: well okay before we move on to me i have to know il2 or war thunder has it has it (sighs) taken the pedestal spot or is it like bronze
1: or silver it's you know it feels a lot like uh and i know we make this comparison a lot but it feels like pavlov versus onward (laughs) And so mm. it just feels like a little bit more arcadey, a little bit faster paced versus the heavy realism and instant death. <laughs> right. And so I got to say, it really depends on the mood. I would say more often than not, I'm tired after work. I'm going to sit down for a game of War Thunder, a little bit more relaxing. I know the controls. Uh, if, I'm well, feeling a, if I'm feeling in a little bit more of a masochist, masochist mood, I'm going to sit down and play IL-2. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ran out of hard drive space you need to delete a game it's il2 or war thunder
1: ah uh, i gotta go with war thunder just because yeah i've invested had, the time into it
0: i had a feeling oh. i had a feeling all right so uh this week i played the game that came out last week and we were going to talk about it but um we didn't have the time i forget what happened so no sorry Adam. sorry Adam.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, we keep doing that a lot tonight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those days. I think it's because the seats are really close to but like I, I'm constantly getting like the sit option. So the moment I know I touch my triggers, I'm gonna pop up from my seat.
1: Yeah, in fact I'm gonna readjust real quick if you don't mind.
3: I don't yeah, know. yeah I know sensitive. the problem
1: for me personally is that I go to like move my script and then uh-huh. I, I touch the trigger and it instantly jumps me up because right. I try mm-hmm. and keep my hand under the table. to like Mm -hmm. move it so that's what's going on with me all right i'm good now (laughs) sorry about that and we're back (laughs) and we're back (laughs) so
0: (laughs) this week i played phantom covert ops we were hoping that hoping we were hoping (laughs) (laughs) that it would be destiny and i but um destiny is at a very busy two weeks really she wasn't even able to make it to the last podcast so um but we're glad to have you here, but you got to play the game. But next week, I want to hear what you think about it.
2: I know, yeah, because I've been like, I think this is probably one of the top games that I've been waiting for for literally months now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I am so excited to play it and I can't wait to hear what you think about it.
0: All right. So, I've been able to put in roughly an hour and a half, two hours of uh, Phantom Covert um, not due to a lack of time but due to the fact that just like in real life uh kayaking is an exhaustive thing
4: um <laughs> i feel like you should and tell the listeners in case they don't know what this is what what it is because it's
3: not really a, a yeah, good, not good point it's very different it's such
2: an original game
0: so <laughs> this isn't a joke audience the game is a spec ops shooter on a kayak <laughs> <laughs>
4: Lost <laughs> me right
0: there. No, like it's that's it's the intense. Game. <laughs> so you play on a kayak going down a river, I guess. Um and you get uh now that I play the game, I can tell you you get so you have like the paddles, you have an ammo canister, some sound things Um, like a not really a scope but like a spotting thing kind of kind of like how far cry has like the you can pull up the binoculars and it'll start like tagging enemies same same thing um except it doesn't zoom in which i was kind of bummed about um you have a pistol on your chest a snap rifle on the right side of the kayak and a submachine gun over your uh shoulder and um you go around (laughs) jay's shaking his head um you go around this kind of uh i guess river it's it's heart creek river um and it's a stealth game on a kayak which is super (laughs) interesting i hadn't i really had no idea what i was getting into i mean short of the gameplay footage but even with seeing the gameplay footage i was like how the heck is this gonna work like i mean you first off i couldn't like the idea of having to like put down your paddle and then shoot someone and then pick up a paddle and move again i was like is this gonna be fun and honestly it's pretty fun <laughs> it's a lot of
2: fun. it looks like
0: it. it yeah yeah you're gonna like this one destiny uh for those that are uh, not in the greatest shape I, i'm not like completely out of shape like i'm not i'm i'm i definitely <laughs> am out more out of shape than i used to be and i'm working on that but i think even someone unless you're like pretty fit i think this one will wear on your arms your length of time to play will vary person to person but i mean imagine keeping your hands up in the air in front of you for hours at a time that's basically going to be the entire game but doing like kind of fake rowing motions eventually i learned that i could kind of keep my hands lower and still do the rowing motions to cheat it a bit but that's not as fun (laughs) (laughs) um so it's a it's a bit of a workout so if you thought oh i get to just play uh, like a i finally get to play a game that's seated and and like a (laughs) a shooter that's seated and it's like a a a, um what's the word a uh stealth game i I get to finally like not work out as much no sorry it's just it went from your legs to your arms that's where the workout is now (laughs) (laughs) definitely a game that will get you I had to take my glasses out of a headset to keep things from fogging up too much. Um, it's it's not like beat saver, but it definitely like over time works you.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so super fun. I was surprised at how well the inventory worked considering you're sitting down and you have to like reach for these things around you. Like it was very easy to maneuver between all the items the way they work, the stealth and the shooting. Well, first off, they encourage in the first place not shooting. So I didn't actually shoot a single person during my playthrough. I I was oh, going like well. true stealth the entire way. Um, <laughs> and I kind of want to replay where I just shoot everyone because I like doing that. Um, but I think that I mean it doesn't feel like that's the purpose because there's not that many enemies, and I'm pretty certain with my <laughs> re- my ability to shoot in VR or real life it would not take me long to kind of blast through the game. If I just shot everyone, I've certainly got the ammo to do it um, in the game, but I never tried. Maybe it like takes 10 headshots or something. Um, But that said, it has a lot of, it it, it definitely rehashes a lot of like mechanics you've already heard of where like they have spotlights. You stay out of the spotlight. If you paddle too fast, they hear you. If you, there's like tall weeds (laughs) growing out of the water (laughs) and Mm -hmm. you occasionally want to like kind of go under those. Um, The, the kind of the cool parts that really were, I guess, exclusive of this game where there were a lot of areas where you kind of went under people because they were all on platforms and docks and stuff like that. So you're kind of, while you're in the same environment in them, you kind of have your own underground world that you're interacting with because right,
1: they don't get an awesome kayak like you right <laughs> they're not on an awesome kayak <laughs> you're does. on the awesome kayak
0: though at the very end of the game i not end of the game the end of my playstation the, the play session there was a boat that had some machine guns on it
3: <laughs>
0: I, I just stayed out of the spotlight and it was pretty easy to avoid but i think that was more of like a like showing what the next enemy is going to be like sort of a thing mm. rather than like that's what the gameplay is like because it was in this like huge area and i could eat like i barely had to try to stay out of its spotlights so i think it was a, a to what's to come sort of thing and i just okay. didn't
4: get to see it Beautiful. man yeah. i I've, I've just gotta say my hat is off to the developers of this game for coming up with the most ridiculously sounding solution <laughs> to the problem with motion in vr I don't think anyone in the world has ever asked for a stealth kayak shooter. Like,
2: that is the weirdest
4: sounding game. But But I'm
2: in love with it.
1: it, It's so different. It's, it's just so, so smart, crazy it's i, I yes. would love to see i would love to see the meeting where this idea came up right it's uh. on the level of like mario it's on the mario level it's like oh yeah you're going to be an italian plumber who fights a dragon right <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like it's going to be a stealth game but you're on a kayak you know
4: <laughs> yeah it just it boggles my mind you said rip you said you weren't sure if it was a creek or a river so does are you constantly being pushed by the water, or are you stationary no. and you? So, so it's not flowing water. So it's like stagnant, it's stagnant mosquito-ridden water. water that you are. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah like it's, it, in the, in the scenery, it and...
2: looks kind of swampy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Super mm. swampy. Um, yeah. You, like you're pretty glad that you don't have any like scent immersion. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> things attached
3: okay
1: so not only is a stealth (laughs) kayak shooter it's a stealth kayak shooter in arkansas right so
0: (laughs) well i don't know maybe i could have used some of the swamp smell to to mask my own sweat smell as i (laughs) 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 i
4: That is just the weirdest. Thing. I played. I played a game where it was like you're. It's. A, it was called Differently Fast. It's in beta, but you like race. It's a wheelchair racing game. Kind of the same idea. Someone thought, "How do I make the fact that you're sitting in a VR chair and using your hands? How do I make this into something?" So I think that's really a cool idea. It kind of loses me at that. I'm like, man, that just seems so weird. It's hard for my brain to like. I'm interested in trying it, but it's hard for my brain to wreck because I saw definitely the screenshots tried. and I was like, "Oh, it's a stealth co-op. It's a stealth. It's a stealth shooter." And that's like my favorite thing. It's not co-op, stealth shooter. And I was like, "Oh, it's so cool. I love stealth games." And then I saw the kayaking part, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like it just totally <laughs> threw me for a loop. So I'm interested in it. Don't take my don't take my joking for like any uh, any malice. I think that it sounds really cool. It's just one of those things where you hear it and you're like, "Whoa, that's." Yeah. I would have never imagined that to be a game. It it oh, yeah. is definitely
0: the kind of game that like that almost had to be built from the ground up for VR because oh, like, it would not work is. otherwise. Um, and I, I, I go I on to touch on for those that are worried about like the mechanics I've actually gotten into totally coincidentally, I've happened to have gotten into kayaking recently. Um, <laughs> I, I just recently picked up a kayak and I'm now reselling it. Cause I want to get a different one. Um, nice. And so I, I had a very, like I'm going to compare this to what it's like to actually use a kayak um Mm -hmm. (laughs) having used one a day ago and uh it well first off isn't like a real kayak um i mean it it it, like it definitely gamifies a lot of the aspects of a kayak and by the time i was done with my playstation i think that was for the better rather than it being particularly realistic because a lot of like the realistic ways you maneuver a kayak either aren't necessarily completely intuitive or a bit of a, a struggle, I guess. Like it's not like that mm-hmm. easy to to maneuver a kayak quickly, um, and so it kind of gamified it. It was like, uh, you, uh, you two, like if you just do paddle, 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 left, right, left, right, the amount of turn you do doesn't really depend on like how big this the paddle was or how deep you went into the water. It just kind of was a paddle and then if you paddle twice on one side it would like do a, a set amount of turn if you did that and then if you hold either the right button for the right paddle or the left for the left paddle while you paddled it would do an even tighter turn so it definitely gamified the whole kayaking aspect i think that was for the better because when you're like doing stuff quickly like I, like a spotlight's going around you only have a moment to like get shoot through this black area and get underneath the dock to get out of sight you don't really want to be dealing with a finicky kayak that would be an absolute nightmare right. in real life <laughs> so it worked out um for those that are i don't know curious cool. about the kayak
2: yeah mechanics. i'm wondering how it's going to compare to the national geographic uh, kayak oh yeah that I was telling that's you right about so well, I have to yeah because i love that one that's like my, one of my favorite parts of that game mm-hmm. so yeah i can't wait to see if it's if it feels like that one
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that'll be cool <laughs> oh wow, oh, wow. Man, I, I for, for the answer of like them sitting at a developers conference like what are we going to make I feel like half like it was a table split down the middle the other half are like these like fit kayakers like we want to make a VR game and the other <laughs> side were all these nerds yes. like we'll work with you
2: <laughs> the other half is like FPS people
0: yeah yeah some nerdy so that's FPS people it, it seems people like a just, hybrid like, of like we, we gotta, a we gotta find a way to make it work guys what if we
1: do kayaking, a kayak like... and
0: shooter also I just want to I just what? Uh, I'm losing you're Your, cutting
1: your out.
4: audio, yeah. No. <laughs> no. You're
1: good now. It was just okay. for a moment. Okay.
0: Um quickly wanna say the shooting mechanics were also surprisingly good. Like the we've we've talked about how games handle recoil. It was a very satisfying uh, shooting experience. <laughs> I, I only again I didn't shoot people. It was actually shooting like distraction things and like getting people's attention and stuff stuff like that. Um mm-hmm. I can't wait to. Sh- <laughs> this sounds so bad. I can't wait to actually
2: shoot
4: <laughs> some of the characters because
0: the shooting uh, mechanics were kind of fun. It
2: is.
4: Yeah. As long as you don't start taking your airsoft out in your actual kayak and shooting people, that, that <laughs> I think <laughs> would be
1: good. here. You're like,
2: it's okay. I'm just practicing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my
1: god. You should do that. You it's should like VR. I'm live. You should do that. I'm live streaming Phantom Covert Ops, but it's you like your actual <laughs> kayak <laughs> with an airsoft. There's
2: no, no paintball. Paintball people.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh jeez! all right uh so uh no idea. um so uh destiny you you weren't able to uh, fit in a game today i presume
2: no i'm gonna no. try that game though we'll gotta gotta Comparison if it weren't for
0: adam here i'd pause the the podcast and have you play it for 30 minutes to come back <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um. So uh, moving on, we can't talk about this too long because this is already, I think, our longest podcast. Um, So real quick, so Jay and I, will just, you know, we had our moment. So um, Adam, Destiny, Opinion Section, VR games, not VR games, flat screen games, you want in VR. Go. Come on, guys. You were
2: supposed to be on the draw. Pavlov, (laughs) to me, is my CSGO I right. mean, they're so similar. So I guess the only other game that I'm missing, and like GTA's, we already talked about. Technically, you can already play that in VR. So I would say more of the horror games that I like, the multiplayer ones, like Jason, the Friday the Thirteenth oh. game. I love playing it, and you can like like it's online multiplayer. And so I would love to see a game like that in VR. Mm. Dead, Dead
4: yeah. by Daylight or Dead Jason, by Daylight, like yeah, ones. yeah. They should add the some, some VR more support. stuff like
2: that. Would be really fun. A of, oh, there is
0: intense. There is a V. Um. Oh, what? Oh, what was it? There is definitely a co-op VR game that I like. Saw some footage on Reddit. I don't know if it was out or not.
4: I don't think i would going be able to find it.
0: But, um,
4: uh, it might have been. I don't know, I know of what th- you're talking about because there was something vague in my mind when she yeah. said it. It's like I've seen something. I've kind of like
0: that. Definitely something. It's either in the works it's or it's game? out and not well known. Yeah, it's like a. It's a. It's a shooter, but it's like a horror shooter and um yeah it's like a four person co-op horror shooter i forget if it's class-based um
4: it might have prey is it prey has a vr mode and i know prey is kind of like that i pray that's like
1: yeah prey is more like the prop hunt mode though when when i guess of the vr multiplayer
0: Mm -hmm. there is also that uh there is a prop hunt vr (laughs) a game that's going to be coming (laughs) out um that, that i've seen but it kind of looks like like a, a little bit on the tech demo we said whereas this looked like a at least an attempt at a more proper game you don't show it'll still
1: be in. oh poltergeist it, was that it it's like a poltergeist game where you have like some yeah where you have like one player is oh yeah it's like a, a ghost yeah. and then the other people are trying to like banish it or whatever right.
0: so that game i've definitely seen some footage of. i forget what that game's called is that what you're talking about not not the one i was talking about first the the first one is like definitely it looked like a, a more proper like, VR, uh, horror shooter that was co op, mm. and I, I it might have been just a mod, maybe it was a mod for was it is it GTFO, maybe it's GTFO. <laughs> I forget I'm I'm gonna have to look this up after this because this is gonna bug the yeah, hell out of me
2: yeah you have to let me know
0: yeah, Adam what do you want, what do you want for Oof. Christmas, in VR
1: i would Please love a dark souls game in vr <laughs> that would be that's sweet. what i would really enjoy because it's one that is heavily skill-based <laughs> which just takes it to the next level in vr right imagine being able to parry your block with the sword jay's like this guy's and, a you know, total hey, masochist die, but <laughs> <laughs> i would love a dark souls game in vr
4: Better be only on the index because it has to have perfect tracking. That's games that have like a super steep difficulty curve. If a tracking thing happens even slightly, I- I'm just done with it it's like no, <laughs> I already had to be so good at this. I don't know, man. Good luck if it comes out. I'll watch you play it. Okay. I'll admit, I'm
0: I'm pr- I I'm not I've never finished a From Software game that that's the developers who make Dark Souls and Bloodborne and Sekiro. Excuse me, Sekiro. Um. And for those that aren't familiar with those games, that they're like really hard RPGs. Um, I I've never finished one, but I still also would absolutely love one in VR, and maybe I'd be tempted yeah. to actually finish it this time. I, I can never. I'm I'm not that much of a masochist. <laughs> I definitely burn out on those games after. Um, I think I got uh probably halfway through Bloodborne um sekiro i got maybe a quarter through and i haven't played any of the dark souls in any like decent amount um but yeah that i mean just that's another genre of game that it would be nice to have and we are just even for just the length those are lengthy games and they're well made yeah that would be pretty cool to have a game that really and especially in game like a game like Dark Souls, where so much of it is pairing and dodging, like you said, getting that across to VR would be pretty sweet and getting it the length of like a full game.
1: For me, what I love about the Dark Souls game and what I would love why I would love to see it in VR is that there's such a high skill cap. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not just about getting the controls down, learning the controls and doing the motions in VR. It's about under like mastering the controls like you see an enemy and you can parry at just the right time and you know it's oh this enemy he favors his right you can parry and then attack him real quick and that's the sort of thing that i would absolutely love to see and that is it p- to
4: wrap it up. But do you think VR is ready for that? Do you think that you have the tracking to like put a sword in a, in a super tight hitbox and get it just right when someone's trying to attack you like cuz the only games I've played like Shadow Legends kind of tried to do that, but it was it was pretty forgiving. Like you blocked and then you could strike. You blocked and then you could strike. Do you think VR is ready for this? Um it depends on I how do. they implement mm. it.
0: Because like like Dark Souls it's you know, because you don't really get to strike on a specific side per se, it's more of a it's more of an attack pattern that you're trying to learn. Um, Sekiro had a bit that put got that a little bit more in depth, um, but it, it's not like for honor where you like have to like focus on like specific sides and um, for a sword strike. So there would definitely be that difficulty of implementing in VR. Is it just as simple as? make sure you do a blocking motion when they attack and then do a striking motion when they're weak and be on the right side of them to do that versus like some proper blade and sorcery mechanics of like blocking a sword with your sword sort of a thing. It would be a challenge. I don't envy the developer that tries to tackle dark dark souls in VR. I just (laughs) want it. That's their problem.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Not me. I'm not handling that. (laughs) That's hard.
0: (laughs) Good luck to whoever does that. From software, if you could pull that off, you will have my internal gratitude. And my paycheck. (laughs) And my paycheck. (laughs) And my firstborn children. (laughs) All right. And with that, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, We are already at one minute or one hour and 43 minutes. Uh, I still wanted to say what I wanted to say about what game I wanted, but oh, well...
4: Throw it in there for the patrons. A little bonus section
0: after the end. Exactly. (laughs) We'll say it after the podcast ends. Uh, (laughs) So, everyone, thank you for listening to the podcast. Been really fun. This was a good one. If you, again, want to see us in our faces, you're just a listener and you're like, they keep doing, they're clearly referencing something that I'm not seeing. Well, we're referencing things you're not seeing. There's some stuff (laughs) happening here in VR. We try to make it as audio friendly, though, as we can. Um, head on over to the YouTube channel. We upload in segments, and then finally, a week after the podcast goes up on Friday, um, the la- so every Friday the last podcast goes up in full on YouTube. If you just want to wait for that, but if you're impatient, segments go up, be- before then, um, and we have Patreon. I am planning officially. I'm I'm now in the works of I want to get some audience opportunities for Patreon members, um, not necessarily talking yet that's not quite organized but at least to be able to like be in the room like sit at one of those chairs for example um and or just hang out in the background whatever we'll figure something out i'm getting that working if you want to be a part of that join our patreon community and become an avid diver over at i think it's patreon.com or patreon slash fulldivepodcast.com but i could be wrong it's in the description if i get it wrong um and join the discord community lots of cool stuff happening there these all these guys are all there and they can all attest in fact i'm the like one of the least active people you guys do a pretty good job at keeping up with all those guys <laughs> this is true well
1: you know you're busy like actually making the show and whatnot right? yeah so. yeah exactly right, yeah. that's the least
2: we can do all right
0: thanks for listening guys and have a good one bye-bye
2: bye <laughs>
0: It was so unexpected. Adam, you gotta actually say bye. <laughs> not, They can't see bye. you just wave
3: your hands.
1: <laughs> bye! Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just take oh the God, best that's shot for them all together. Strange.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I, I want, like, a really good survival game. Like well, there's, that with there's, zombies. Um, there's the forest. The forest. Have I know. You, have you played but that's it not yet? zombies? I think I own it, but I haven't played it well, yet. Well, play the forest. I haven't either. But I need frankly, a crew. I need Ooh, a crew. I'm
2: definitely going to play the forest. Is that what y'all are talking yeah. about? Yes. Yes, I want to play the forest. He's going to do it with me.
1: I will. You know, I'll even Let's pick it up it. and play it with you. Yeah. 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 It's it like like really good. Yeah.
2: Okay, we're, we're going to do that. It'll be a good okay. one.
4: <laughs> Kill an OBS.